All right, let's send it around the horn here with a few other topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville with our panel. You know, the gun control debate, that goes on unabated, but uh, apparently the feds have an online survey, uh, and it expires tomorrow. So John Tory weighing in, encouraging Toronto residents to take part in this public consultation on a handgun ban before it's too late, uh, thinking that that will do something to... I guess, eliminate some of the carnage on our streets. Do you actually actually believe it will have an impact if it comes to pass that there's a national handgun ban, Sherry? Uh, yes, I do think it will have an impact now. The, it waits to be seen. But the, the real question to me is, why not? Uh, why does somebody need to have a handgun? Uh, we see where, you know, uh, not curbing uh, guns um, has resulted in... Uh, what about collectors? What about the, sports shooters? In, in, in the States, there is a killing every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I just heard uh, a killing every day that, you know, again, um, just one we well, of, of a mass nature sure. uh, every day in the last mm. year. I well, mean, this that is, means this more is than two. over the top. Mm. Uh, um, and, All right, but well, how does that pertain gu- to Toronto or Canada? We need a handgun ban across the country. That's absolutely. what the feds are angling towards. Absolutely, um, absolutely, and and police will tell you the same. Do you do you want to be a first responder and walk into houses where people have handguns, uh, especially in domestic situations? I wouldn't, and police don't. Right. So police are also behind this. John, how about you? Well, the issue is, I think if somebody wants a handgun illegally, they're going to get a handgun illegally, no matter what the law is. You know, you could you could ban it as much as you can and and do what you can to sort of try to prevent them from coming in. And I think that's probably the the, the biggest thing. Look, consultations and talking, we've been talking about this all the time and of course it gets escalated every time there's a tragic death that happens we we go back in and everybody uh, wants to discuss this i think um just giving the police the authority and and the resources both in in finances and others to be able to do their job i i think is you know people who actually have handguns legally aren't the ones that are causing the problems the ones that are causing the problems the one that get them illegally and i'm not sure how you're going to stop that with any consultations or any handgun ban even though the liberals yesterday said they're spending 86 million over the next five years to uh, increase the number of like sniffer dogs x-ray equipment at ports of entry and so on and so forth acknowledging that a lot of this is coming up traffic through the states i mean 86 million over five years does this i mean it's It's a start it's a start i guess you could absolutely and that's where the problem is you know the one of the things that uh, and again i'm not i'm I'm not a big fan i'm a fan i'm not a opposed to gun control. I know people who own handguns, they're, you know, they do it for sports shooting, as you say, they're a target, you know, they, and they're the most responsible people you would ever meet. You know, the, the, a lot of this debate was premised on, a, on a comments made by a, an RCMP deputy commissioner, about, I think three years ago, where he made a statement at a, 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 a gathering of, you know, um, chiefs of police, wherever it was, and he threw this number out there, and then afterwards, some media outlets went to the RCMP and asked about this, and eventually, after I think a couple of weeks, the, the line came back, there was no such data. Like, the, he was not... The Ottawa police report that 77% of the handguns in Ontario that they see are traced to the United States. Right. There's a woman just had a car with a gas tank through the 30 handguns in it. Yeah. You know, it's like, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think we have to be careful here. It's, you know, it's too easy to say, oh, yeah, take all the, you know, let's ban handguns, take them away from everybody that has them now. Uh, you know, the, the vast majority of, you know, actually, Stats Can itself says 21% of homicides in this country are committed by guns. 
So what about the rest of them? The almost 80% of the other rest of those things? Well, and, but, uh, you know, there's still the 23% that it would well, affect. That's, but what do we know, do with the rest of them? But the number that, that you know, you're talking about is where they can't trace the origin, they ascribe it to being domestic. Yes. And that, I think, skews the stats to make it look like more are being taken from uh, legal gun owners here, and that's part of the problem. And that's where the handgun ban people sort of uh, try to bolster the numbers. I've got to ask finally, because this story is one that's made the rounds all week. We've been talking about it. It has to do with the seven members of the Ottawa Senators taking an Uber down in Phoenix on the 29th of October, bad mouthing the coach, and so on and so forth. Went viral. Now the guy's lost his job, the Uber driver, because he broke their uh, policy of privacy. He said his intention was to show other drivers the behavior of high priced athletes. You get a bunch of guys together, and they'll typically be guys. They wanted to stay together, he said. His decision to transport them uh, put him at high (laughs) risk because, quote, what really upset me the most was if I were to get into an accident, I don't believe the insurance would cover it. The million-dollar policy would go very fast. Therefore, that was his rationale for posting this. Sherry, any sympathy for this guy? Uh, No, uh, but here's the thing. Let's look at the training, even in this city, for people who get behind the wheel of an Uber or a taxi, for that matter. Um, And uh, I'm sure Mike will will want to weigh in on this. But, you know, I buried a young man from our congregation, uh, Nick Cameron, and his mother went to depute at one of those committees and talked about the fact that there's more training that's needed for these drivers. Uh, I I mean, there's lots of incompetence and and. In this case, it caused uh, some young man to lose his, uh, this young man to lose his life. So, uh, in this situation, absolutely. But let's let's you know hold the companies uh, to some degree well, responsibility sure. here. Um, Just they common need, sense, isn't it? They need to train their drivers better. All right, that's that's the line. Is a lack of training any sympathy or understanding for what he was trying to sell here, John? I agree with Sherry on this as far as the training. And I think Uber that's one of the biggest complaints that they're getting with respect to the consistency of training because you get drivers who who will be good and bad and there's no consistency in some some respects so they have to work on that but i have absolutely no sympathy uh for this driver i think uber was smart to get rid of this guy i think the fact that you know it doesn't matter who you are you could be a professional player you could be a regular uh, uh resident uh you get into a taxi cab or it uh, you know you expect some level of privacy some level of, of comfort uh no one expects them to be taped or or messaged and then for, from that perspective even sent virally out to the to the uh to the world but um at the end of the day they did the right thing by firing this guy and i feel badly for the hockey players all right well you know he wants sympathy he's got six kids at home and uh he's lost his gig any sympathy for him michael he needs a better pr firm because this story just isn't selling all right got it good enough thanks for being uh pithy and to the point michael giles the reverend dr sherry de novo john capobianco stay dry have a great weekend and uh, we'll talk next friday thank you thank you coming up in moments we'll be talking after the news to rod phillips he's the minister of the environment conservation and parks And uh, it has to do with a carbon plan that, of course, the Liberals have decided they're going to do an end run around Doug Ford and what he's got in mind. Uh, Phillips will speak to that, and we'll get to the angriest pothead in Canada as well with some of the stories that have to do with, uh, well, legal cannabis and how people are accessing it. That in the hour ahead on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.